getting a repair done on your rental property as a tenant can be absolutely heartbreaking. We're going to talk about what your rights are and why this happens. Stay tuned. morning mark billy i was getting worried for a second then we were off air without a topic and i thought wow this is yeah it was a bit stressful 616 episodes and we've never had this situation before but look we got there in the end yeah you almost gave up billy you just said just (laughs) fell into a ball bits and bobs it was gonna be but no we've got something again for you another day another episode the show must go on. <laughs> Famous quote. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, we, yeah, we've got something, another interesting one to talk about. Um, getting a repair done, it can be a headache, even more so over Christmas. Yeah. Is this a combination or um, does this issue stem from a rubbish agent, landlord or tenant? It's hard, eh? And it can be, and it's probably, I reckon, the biggest complaint that I get as an agent and agency owner, it's always on the bloody repairs. Um, There's it, always a dispute around that. And it's heartbreaking because it's it can wear a tenant down. You know, you're asking, you're asking, you're asking, you're asking, you're asking. You're getting no answer, no answer. Happens. Um, you're, you know, you don't know whether, whether it's a shit agent, the agent's not communicating to you or the agent's not communicating to the landlord or both or what the hell is happening. It's very, very common. Big problem. Yeah, it is difficult and some of them do drag on. Most landlords are pretty, pretty easy going with, um, you know, the repairs in general. People understand that property maintenance is important and wear and tear is a factored into and as an expense um but we talked a little bit about trying to fix issues that were there before you moved into the property and that's sometimes where a little bit of the um ah like the the reluctancy from the owner's perspective is because these issues have been lived with before do they need to be fixed now whose responsibility is it to fix them and so you refer back to the legislation um, which of course helps runs things uh, the right way, um, but it can drag on, and tenants sometimes can't understand why, and owners can't understand why it's the way it is, and and we're caught in the middle sometimes just relaying this message on. And look, I, I think a lot of it, Billy, um, and I do have to stress, guys, um, a lot of it's communication. Um, a lot of it, the way is the way that it's been framed up or the failure of the way that it's been framed up. So I think it's um, really good communication between the tenant as to what their rights are, uh, you know, first of all, where it should start and uh, and what's reasonable and not reasonable really has to be communicated properly. And because it can do, de- you know, the simplest things can derail the greatest of relationships. So um, 
I think, you know, good communication, good documentation on behalf of the tenant, good explanation. Um, uh, you know, I don't mind picking up a phone. I think sometimes a lot of, a lot of um, our industry hides behind an email, what's in writing, what's in writing, but a good old-fashioned pick up the phone. Or if shit really hits the fan, just a good old-fashioned visit. Yes, believe it yeah. or not, face-to-face, just dropping in to say, look, I'll come and have a look and check it out. We'll take it from there. It's communication. I reckon in some cases, Mark, that's the only way to do it. The amount of times that I've had like a mould, a mould report come back, which is obviously taken really seriously. Um, we're talking about people's, you know, well-being here. Um, the only way you can sometimes get a grasp on what what the situation is like is just having a quick pop over, five minutes, and then you can refer straight back to the landlord. Say you've been there. It's no better, no better terms of communication massive so comms is a big one man comms is a big one ladies and gentlemen you've got if there's a dispute there with your tenant or your landlord or your agent you've got it if you know before it turns to shit get belly to belly or get a lot of information and uh before both parties and a lot of communication before both parties before the bomb blows up yeah you you want to know another another um way I see these go wrong, Mark, is yeah. is um, people reporting issues like a while ago. Again, we'll go back to the mould example. Say you have a bad winter, a lot of rain, you get some mould come in, it gets reported, it gets fixed, you know, to do with the agent, strata, but then you might get a new agent or a new landlord and then they just assume that all the knowledge is already there. They don't give you the time of day to report it properly, give you the photos that you need, and then it all blows up after a couple of weeks and it's not been sorted because the progress has been really slow from the start. It's assumed knowledge. So Absolutely. Key to the, key to the um, story is more information as much as you can get in there and photograph everything because that makes our lives so much easier and um, obviously relay that straight onto the landlord and have open communication, no, nothing behind the curtains. Absolutely. Uh, good morning to Luke Moroni. Um, I'm just looking for Luke's bye, bye, bye. Oh, good. He did it. Um, yeah, if the property manager is bringing you a repair, it should be done. Uh, if you, uh, if not, you have the wrong property manager. Um, it's true. But you know what? Um, in the in the defence of the landlord, when would you see a repair, Billy, that you're thinking like, yeah, nah, that's uh, you're really pushing it there. That's that was there when you took the property, or um, yeah, no, that's a bit of overkill. Um, funny enough, we, we don't get a huge amount of them to be honest. One one repair that I saw come in and I thought, wow, this is going to be expensive, was to do with a pool in the back garden. Now this tenant wanted to upgrade the heating system on the pool. And you look at the email and have a quick read, and you think, "All right, how do you how do you go about this?" Now, the tenant was really reasonable in the fact that he wanted to pay for the heating upgrade, as his his kids wanted to use the pool a little bit more. We got the quote done by the pool company that we engage um, and does the monthly service to get a quote. Numbers came back, and he was happy with the heating side of the the quote, but the 
um, the, tech, the pool technician said, you've really got to upgrade your filtration system, which is about two and a half thousand. And landlord was happy to cover that part with, um, you know, all the companies doing the same work, but he was happy to cover that part and the uh, tenant to cover the main, the main part with a, the upgrade. So I think a negotiation um, in that sort of instance was a good way to go about it. It was an expensive, um, you know, two and a half thousand, it's expensive for the landlord as well as the tenant. But, um, you know, it's it was, um, it, it was easy to resolve and easy to organize because the tenant could understand the, the owner didn't want to put about 10 grand into it. So instead, you know, met him halfway almost and, and then, yeah, got worked out and now he's got the upgrade he wanted. Yeah. Um, just a comment from Akala de Kuhn. Uh, many agents are lazy to report. What do you reckon that? Look, um, there's, there's a lot of maintenance comes in and I think the, the wrong kind of agent uh, would dismiss it or, you know, go back to the tenant and not pass it on. Um, I think it's so important as an agent, that's what you're employed to do is to maintain the property, property manager, not just collect rent. So it's a, it's a fundamental part of our job. And if, if you don't hear from um, an agent once a year to report something, I'd be a little bit concerned unless you've got a bit of a, a bit of a gem. I've seen probably one or two properties through my consistent ones that I'm looking after where there's um, just it's just really low maintenance but you know like everything wear and tear it's you've got to factor in the expense so yeah and i've got to say something um to Akalad. um i don't think and let, let's let's think about the shittest agent and the the the, the, the agent um I, I think that it generally makes its way even with a shit agent to the landlord but it's a bit like a tennis match. Um, the agent, I think a shit agent almost calls it a game uh, game over if the, if the ball's not served back by the landlord. So I think what you'll often find is the that it is making its way to the landlord. The landlord's like, nah, it's not going to be done. And this is where it goes wrong. The agent's not reporting that back and communicating that well to the tenants. Um, because the tenant's got rights as well. If the tenant needs a repair done, that's a rightful repair, and the and the landlord says no, the agent comes back and says no, agent's not going to spend the money. Sorry, landlord's not going to spend the money. There's still avenues to pursue. They, you can still go through like a tribunal situation for 55 bucks and say, I really want the repair done. My point is that um, agents have got to communicate more better accurately and you've also got to look not only look after the rights of your landlord but if 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 a tenant um is you know communicated with and explained everything in detail by the owner often you can put the fire out but if you don't go back to your tenant um it can just blow up in your bloody face and that's that's where i think agents get the shit reputation that's where landlords get the shit reputation um because i think it's just it just blows up in everyone's face and it just looks like laziness but it's more 
often a conscious decision where a landlord goes, I'm not going to do the repair, and an agent's too scared or or not efficient enough to go back and have and man up and have that conversation with the tenant. Yeah, agree. It's always an ongoing um, work in progress, keeping people in the loop, letting them know where things are at, because the smallest jobs, Mark, do take excessive amount of time sometimes. I mean, it's almost to the point where you say, let me just go yeah. on a Sunday, give me 200 bucks cash and I'll do it myself. It's sometimes as small a job as that and it just takes far too long. But there, more often than not, there is a reason behind it. And yeah, you only fail yourself and the people you're working around if, if you're not passing on the reasoning why. Because people obviously are patient when it's not a huge emergency. Um, when they're kept in the loop, like anything. Yeah, and look, I, I think part of the great thing about being that middle person is that you are the middle person. You've got the experience of volume. A landlord to do the job or you can compel a tenant not to not have the job done just based upon your experience to all the other properties out there. That's the great thing about having an agent working for you in between. But I think, uh, you know, basically just comparing it to what's what's reasonable what's not and look we talked about tribunal before we came on air today for 55 bucks a landlord can take a tenant to tribunal i should i should also vice versa um but if there's someone that's just not reasonable on one side or the other 55 bucks is a it's a hell of a lot of time and not a lot of money but it's a nice way to sort a problem out for the record out of one and a half thousand sixteen hundred odd properties that we're managing we would go to the tribunal on behalf of a landlord um probably what do you reckon billy once a month really, week yeah really not that much i think in my personal experience i've had out of a, a portfolio of 350 working with a um, you know cleo the senior pm and and one other, we've been to tribunal twice. And again, for a variety of reasons throughout the office, um, in most cases, it's, it's, it's surprisingly not repairs. Um, you've got non-payment of rent. You've got you know, determination, yeah. tenants not moved out, but it, you're not wrong. It's a good avenue to just get a, not, maybe not a quick result. I mean, obviously negotiation and communication at the start is the best way to go about it. But if someone's just not coming to the party, it's a good way to to um, almost force a decision with a, a good mediator, another mediator, not just the agent, but another person in the middle. And it's not someone who's got even even more experience because yeah, yeah, because these guys are doing a hell of a lot more volume than a real estate agent, so they can they can see they've been through that issue thousands of times before because you do get appointed a, med a mediator in your, when you go to tribunal to work it out before you go in um, before the member. Um, Jonathan Creek's also got a question. Before we go, does a property have to stay in the same condition as when you first rent it or is there wear and tear understanding? Without a doubt, wear and tear understanding. Um, like anything, you know, you use it. You can't you can't buy a brand new car and take it for a spin six months and then give it back the way it looks. Yeah, it shouldn't be all dented and rusted up, but yeah, um, it's not brand new anymore. So it's definitely wear and tear taken into account. 
but even that is fair wear and tear i think is also um really really important because what's fair on a unit is what's fair on a house is what's fair if it's a single person is what's fair if it's a family of eight i think you've got to consider fair wear and tear yeah without a doubt there's there's um so many different ideas of fair and when you when you're accepting an application mark if you've got a one bedroom unit and you're taking you know a, a couple with a young born or versus just a single person you've got to take that into account so um it's just about educating the landlord pets is another one yeah um, if you're gonna you know, if you're gonna as a landlord if you're gonna accept a rot wheeler you've got to accept fair wear and tear from a rot wheeler yeah that's right yeah you know, with a little bit of re with a lot of reason or a touch of do you know what i mean not not being silly about it but anyway that's the dirty topic today of getting repairs done uh rubbish agent landlord or tenant uh, it really does come down to communication guys and i think the difference between a brilliant agent and a shit agent which is what we do is how good that tennis game is played whether you're serving back and there's nothing more frustrating than you hitting a ball over, uh, over the um, net and then not getting it returned so a tenant sends an email tenant calls the agency and here's zero that just makes you crazy 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 and that's not communicating that's it thanks guys hope we helped you today see you bud have a great day likewise thanks everyone see you everyone say bye <laughs>